Hello, church family. It's a joy to, to have the opportunity to open God's word with you. I only, I only wish that we could, could do it face to face, but I share in, in Paul's words when he writes to the Romans there in chapter 1, verses 11 through 12. And he says, I long to see you that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. Your pastors have been so encouraged by your faithful ministry to one another as you, as you continue to pray for one another, as you share with one another over Zoom and phone calls and texts, and as you give yourselves to the joy of walking with the Lord as we, as we seek to find creative ways to bring God's word to you. And I want to encourage you, I want to encourage you now in, in God's word with this short devotional or meditation, bringing us, bringing us to the book of Hebrews. I want, to, I want us to take off from, from Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, and we'll do a, just a quick flyby of, of chapters 1 and 2, and then come back in for a landing there at Hebrews 2, 9. So if you have your Bibles with you, I would encourage you to, to turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. Hebrews 2, verse 9, or listen along as I read. But we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, Namely, Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. This verse, it, it encourages us, it encourages us in the exaltation and incarnation of Christ. It encourages us or builds us up in the exaltation and incarnation of Christ. See, the book of Hebrews was, was written to, to Jewish believers, probably there in the church of Rome. The book was written in the, in the mid-60s, A.D. 60s, probably somewhere around 64 A.D. It was probably uh, just prior to the, to the horrific persecution brought on by the emperor, uh, that Roman emperor Nero. Still, these believers were already beginning to taste and to experience the prelude to his mass martyrdom as they, as they faced physical abuse and ridicule and imprisonment, loss of property, all kinds of forms of, of persecution. Many of these Jewish believers were, were cut off and ostracized by their Jewish families and, and friends because of, because of their faith in Jesus. These believers had become weary and discouraged and, and disheartened. Some were even ready to, to throw in the, the towel and walk away. And so this author, is, he's writing to encourage these weary saints to, to continue standing strong in their faith and to, and to persevere in the, in the midst of great trial. So how does this author, how does, he, how does he begin his address? How does he seek to encourage these weary saints? Well, he paints a glorious picture of Christ. He shows them the, the exaltation of Christ and the incarnation of Christ. And we see these two aspects of Christ in our verse and throughout the first two chapters of the book. So friends, in the, in the midst of a, of a pandemic with all the challenges and difficulties that it's bringing upon us, we too, we too need to see the glorious picture of Christ. See, his loneliness and isolation, illness, the loss of income, loss of jobs. 
even just the uncertainty and the, the trials that have touched all of us in various ways and at various levels. Well, just like these struggling saints in Rome, we too need a fresh, we need to see afresh this exaltation and incarnation of Christ. I want to encourage you, maybe, maybe sometime today or later this week, to, to read the first two chapters of Hebrews and just let it soak in. Let the picture of who Christ is encourage your hearts. You see, in chapter 1, Jesus is the heir of all things. He's the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. Jesus is the one who upholds the universe by, by the word of his power. He's the, he's the one who now sits enthroned at the right hand of majesty on high. He is God's very son. He's worthy to be eternally adored by the heavenly hosts. His kingdom reign is, is forever and ever. It has no end. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He's the one who will bring an end to all his spiritual enemies. His supremacy is unmatched. It's unstoppable and it's unending. Jesus Jesus is the exalted one. Friends, we, we need this Jesus. There's no enemy that, that will not bow down to Christ's exaltation one day. There's no virus. There's no declining economy, no sickness, no, no loneliness, no broken relationships, not even death itself that will come against this glorious king. It may seem like these, these things rule the day. But the word says that these enemies will become a footstool to Christ. In your isolation, discouragement, despair, brokenness, and maybe even hopelessness, lift up your eyes and see the one who has brought you into his kingdom. The one who is holding you fast. The one whose, whose victory is your victory. Jesus is he's not just the exalted king. He's also the incarnated servant. In chapter 2, Jesus is made a little lower than the angels. He was made perfect through suffering and even death. He became fully man in every respect. He identified fully with us so as, so as to call us brothers and sisters, his brothers and sisters. He became flesh so that he could drink the bitter cup of death and atone for our sins, to make propitiation, to appease the wrath of God against our sin. He died that we might live. Jesus is the incarnate one. Oh, brothers and sisters, we need to see this Jesus. There's no discouragement we've experienced that that he too hasn't faced. There's no suffering or, or trial that we're going through that he isn't acquainted with. He's acquainted with every grief. He sympathizes with us in our weaknesses. And the most glorious thing of all is that he tasted death, that he might bring us into his glory. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this should lift our hearts. And maybe you're listening here today and and you don't claim this Christ as your king and servant. I would just encourage you, this good news, this gospel, 
Turn from your sins and trust in this good news. Trust in this one who is the incarnate, fully God, who atoned for the sins of man and is raised and exalted. Turn and trust in him today. Listen again to Hebrews 2.9. But we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Jesus was made lower than the angels. God became man. Jesus was crowned with glory and honor. Man became king. We need to look at Jesus in his incarnation and and seek to follow in his steps of faithfulness in the midst of suffering. We need to look at Jesus in his incarnation and let that ignite our hearts in deep gratitude and praise for, for taking our place upon that cross. We also need to look at Jesus in his exaltation and find hope knowing that he rules and reigns over every breath, every moment, and every circumstance. We need to look at Jesus in his exaltation and trust that that he is going to put an end to all suffering and disease and pain and brokenness. As king, he's, he's making all things new. And let us join with the myriads of the, of the heavenly hosts, the thousands upon thousands who cry out, worthy is the lamb who was slain, incarnation, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing, exaltation. To him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you praise for sending your Son, fully God, fully man. Our hearts, oh, our hearts are filled with awe-drenched thanksgiving for the for this substitutionary sacrifice made on our behalf. We give you praise that, that through the incarnation of your Son, He became sin, who knew no sin, that in him we might become your righteousness. And Father, we we give you praise for raising Christ from the dead and highly exalting him, giving him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and King for your glory. Oh God, encourage us this day with these glorious truths that we might be strengthened with power through your spirit in our inner being and that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And we pray these things in the name of the incarnate and exalted Christ, Jesus. Amen.